Welcome to Life Skills 101, Skills for a Digital Age, sponsored by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and True North Homeschool Academy. True North offers live online classes, clubs, ebooks, and more. From special needs to parent classes, True North builds a community through digital format in an age of loneliness and desolation. Our host, Lisa Nearing, is a homeschooler with five kids who was homeschooled with her husband, Dr. David Nearing, for 27 years. They are committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools they need to navigate a complex world in need of a savior. Now, without further ado, Lisa Nearing. Hey, everybody. It is Lisa Nearing with True North Homeschool Academy, and I'm back once again with Life Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age. And today I'm joined by Meredith Curtis, and I'm so glad you're back, Meredith. Thanks for joining me again. We are going to talk today about creating meaningful family traditions. And it is the month of November, and so we're heading into the like holiday season with Thanksgiving um, and beyond. So, Meredith, thanks for joining me. Um, I know uh, you probably have a whole supply list of family Thanksgiving or family traditions in your <laughs> in your your basket. So let's let's dive into it. <laughs> awesome. Yes, I actually love Thanksgiving. I love Christmas more. I usually have already decorated for Christmas by Thanksgiving, <laughs> but, um, but I do, I love Thanksgiving. I love that whole idea of giving thanks to the Lord. I love the story of the original Thanksgiving. And um, so, yes. And I even wrote a book called celebrate Thanksgiving with oh, a whole fun. bunch of recipes and tips and ideas. And you can get that at powerlineprod.com, my website. So I'm really excited to talk about that. And one of the things that um, I always think about at, at Thanksgiving is Pollyanna. And I know that sounds so weird, but Pollyanna, if you haven't read the book, you have to read the book. It's by Eleanor Porter. And Pollyanna is an orphan girl and she grows up on the mission field and her parents always to teach her to um, be able to get through the life's difficulty, things like that. They teach her to play the glad game. And the glad game is to always find something that you can give thanks to God about. And when she goes and she, her parents die and she moves in with her aunt, she begins to teach her aunt and her aunt's um, servants who live there too about the glad game. And it, it always really touches my heart because I, I try to play the glad game in my life and always think that no matter what is going on in my life, there's always things that God is doing. And there's always things that I can be thankful for. And I feel like Thanksgiving is this amazing time to be thankful and to set aside a day to just say, we are going to give thanks for everything God has done. And then we're going to eat such good food and we're going to give thanks for that too. I, I love the Pollyanna story too. Um, it is such an encouragement, like play the glad game, like make it a discipline and a habit to do it um, on a regular basis. But I love that even in the Bible, God commands us to set aside seasons to remember. Yes. And Thanksgiving is a great season to remember all the many blessings that we have and the things to be thankful for. I agree. And there's a, help me here, Lisa. There is a holiday in the Old Testament that God commanded that is really very similar to mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's Sukkot, and it actually happened a little early this year. It was about two weeks ago. So it was actually, it took place in October, 
um, maybe the, the end of September. And it's a week-long celebration, and it's called the Festival of Booths. Um, it's also called Sukkot or the Feast of Tabernacles. And really, it is a week of, of bringing in the harvest and having people over to eat with you every night and to remember that God tabernacles with us. God is dwelling with us. And it's such a beautiful sweet celebration of fellowship and food and remembering we're not alone. God's right here with us. It's <laughs> so beautiful. I love that. I, I did not know about that until you were telling me about celebrating. And that got me so excited because um, I just think that is so beautiful. I know as a worship leader, the Bible says to come into his courts with Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. always to prepare my heart. I just thank God for everything. Mm-hmm. My salvation, my walk with him, my family, my friends, my congregation, like all these different things. But um, I like to also think about the first Thanksgiving in America. And I love that story. I love especially my favorite of the whole stories. I love William Bradford, just such a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um but I love Squanto because Squanto is such a picture of God's grace to him, but also God's grace to the pilgrims. And right. for those of you who don't know, Squanto was um, kidnapped and brought to Europe and he ended up being bought by a Christian who um, taught him English, shared the gospel with him, released him. And Squanto was able to make his way back to America And when he arrived, though, another horrible thing, his whole tribe was wiped out. Mm -hmm. So when the pilgrims came and they really didn't know what they were doing as far as how to live in this section of the world, um, he was there to offer help. But more than offer help, he knew the Lord. And so Mm -hmm. there was a connection between him and the pilgrims that was a very beautiful thing. And not only did they find him, but he found them. Mm. And so here he had returned to his world and his world was gone, hoping he would share the gospel with his whole tribe. But instead he ends up finding these Mm. completely different people Mm -hmm. that um, he had been prepared for by learning English and hearing the gospel to really be able to be close friends with. And if you read um, William Bradford's book, Plymouth Plantation, which is Mm -hmm. a book everyone should read because you'll, I mean, you'll just never be the same if you read it because uh, you get to know the true story of the pilgrims, but they, there was just such a connection there between um, Squanto and the, and the pilgrims and the Puritans. So anyway, just, I love that. Squanto is my favorite of the whole Uh, Thanksgiving story. (laughs) Yeah. Focus on the family radio theater has a beautiful rendition of the Squanto story for those of you who like audio books. So, um, I really recommend that, that too. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I, I, I feel like some of some of the traditional um, American holidays have been under attack the last decade or so. <laughs> and I mean, we just celebrated Columbus Day and, and, you know, which is now also called Indigenous Peoples Days. And not that I have a problem with that, but I just feel like some of the things that we've normally been celebrating or that I grew up celebrating are kind of like, should you really do that? Should you really celebrate the pilgrims? Because that represents colonization, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so I, you know, I have a whole thing about that, but I'd love to hear what you say about that. Well, 
number one, the pilgrims had a very um, peaceful relationship with the Indians. And actually in that area, the the Puritans did as well. There was no um, division even among them until King Philip's War, which was kind of an isolated situation. So I would say they're such a good example because they came in and they immediately built relationships. And the the Thanksgiving feast is such a beautiful example of they went through a really hard time. God finally blessed them with an abundant harvest. So they said, let's have a celebration and invited the, the nearby Indian tribes. Everybody contributed. The Indians taught the pilgrims to place some of their games. The pilgrims taught the um the Native Americans to play some of their games. And they just spent like three days playing and feasting, which sounds super fun. In fact, one of the games that they played was really similar to our football of today, which I thought was really cool. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the next time anyone complains about a football game being on on Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) um, So my thought of the pilgrims is, They were just, I really respect the pilgrims. They actually were a local church and that's what's kind of cool. They were a local church who went to the Netherlands and tried to be free to worship God there, but their children were becoming like the world. So then they came over here and they really had one focus and that was to honor the Lord and not that they were perfect, but you really don't find a lot to complain about when it comes with the pilgrims. Mm-hmm. So I would, I, they're not necessarily the people that you could point the finger at. Mm-hmm. You'd yeah. have to go somewhere else. Yeah. How do you create meaningful family transitions? Maybe there's people who are listening that didn't grow up with a lot of traditions. How do you start incorporating traditions that are, that are meaningful, that are tied and connected to something bigger than, than who you are, or who your family is? That's in my opinion, that's one of the important things about traditions is it takes you outside of yourself and your little thing. And it says, there's this bigger, important piece that you are a part of. That's what I love about traditions. How do, how do you, how do you go about creating something like that if you didn't grow up in it? Well, that's a really good question. I actually had the blessing of the most hospitable mom and grandmother in the world. And my mom always searched on Thanksgiving for people that didn't have family to be with. And so when I got married, I imitated that. And I found I would just make sure like, you know, does everyone have family to go to or friends they're celebrating with? And if not, I would bring them home. And we still do that. And, um, in fact, May and I were talking about, she, she's a young college student. She's living with us right now. And we were talking about, oh no, how many people are going to be here? But, um, so I would say that if you don't, if you don't have family traditions, um, that are meaningful, that the first thing to do is just, first of all, look back at what really means a lot to you and your husband from the way you grew up and you may find something there, or you may be able to tweak something from there. Mm -hmm. So, um, that 
that is a good way to start. And then the other way is to just listen to podcasts like this one Mm -hmm. and get some ideas and write them down and then pick a couple that you want to try. So I'm going to share with you a couple of Thanksgiving meaningful traditions that we do besides inviting people to join with us. We pass out um, kernels of corn. We pass out a little bowl with corn and people can take however they want money they want. And then we go around the table and we all share for each kernel what we're thankful for. So that is um, how we start our, our Thanksgiving dinner. And yes, our Thanksgiving dinner does get cold sometimes, but <laughs> we have never not had tears at the table. <laughs> We've even seen like people kind of come to the table a little grumpy with each other. And by the time like we start eating, everybody is happy and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and satisfied. And I have to share this tradition, even though we have, I've never done this, but I've always loved it is um, I had a friend and everybody who came to Thanksgiving dinner would sign the tablecloth and then she would embroider. Now you could really do that now with just paint, like just get it. Yeah. And that was their Thanksgiving tablecloth. Now here is the emotional thing about it. You come back and you look at the names on there and you see names of people that have gone on to be with the mm-hmm. Lord. So it really is a tender thing. I mean, if we, if my mom had done that, I would want to be the one to get the tablecloth. You know? <laughs> um, and so another thing that's really fun for children is to do, um, decorate for Thanksgiving, like, you know, with gourds and pumpkins and uh, baskets and fall leaves and stuff. We have to really search for fall leaves here. You usually have to go to my place <laughs> to get them. But um, so those are, those are fun things that children really like to do. And another idea is a thankful tree mm-hmm. where you just get a little, um, it can even be like a little Christmas tree. And you just think you just put things on it that remind you of what you're thankful for. Another thing that we've done is for the month of November, we've made posters where we say, thank you, God, for, and then people can just, we have columns and people just write in the columns as they feel, they think about things that they're thankful for. And um, that's been, that's been really, really um, special. Another thing is food. Like food is really a big deal um, at Thanksgiving for us. And when, when I was raising my children, I would try to tell them why we were making these foods, like where the recipes had come from. And so your mom always, my grandma, my, your grandmother always loved this, or your grandfather always liked this kind of pie and your daddy likes this. And his mom used to make this and I use this recipe, you know, and those kind of things really create a sense of family identity. And, um, and my daughters make those foods for their own families because there's something special. And um, I remember that one Christmas, the first Christmas, my son was away from me. Um, his his in-laws are really healthy eaters. So we're not. Unfortunately. <laughs> and um, so he sent me a text. What are you guys eating? That's adorable. It was so funny. So those are things we do. Like I get up in the morning. We all, now that the kids are grown, like we all kind of have our dishes that we make, but some are 
over in the kitchen and we're all cooking and, you know, we're making like our thing that we make. I make this sweet potato souffle casserole that mm. is just a diabetic horror story. <laughs> <laughs> My son-in-law Diego loves it because I always think this is really awful food, but it's so good and it's so sugary. And then it's got like all kinds of sugar in it. And then marshmallows on anyway, but those are fun okay. things. Food is really fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so those are some ideas, things that we do in our family. Yeah. I, we have, we're pie people. So Thanksgiving yes. is like pie day. Uh, <laughs> I, I could just eat a meal of pies. I mean, chicken pot yes. pie and apple pie. I'm happy with pies. Um, one of the things we do on Thanksgiving is we usually play games. We usually play board games. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. My kids like to play more and more difficult ones. And I'm just like, I don't have the brain space to learn this really tough strategy. Game. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play bananagrams or, you know, yes. settlers of Catan, something I might have a hope of winning at without stressing too much by these old brain cells I've got going on. But, um, but we do <laughs> like playing board games. <laughs> That's so cute. Well, we also, uh, you know, you mentioned pies. I have a friend and she has a pie breakfast. Oh, and she doesn't cook Thanksgiving dinner, oh, but I need, her, invites, I need to befriend her. <laughs> yes. She invites everyone like family and friends over and she makes all kinds of pies wow. and people just come over about anytime she has, she probably makes 25 pies and people can just show up whenever they want in the morning and they eat pie. And my, we started like years ago we started doing something where we'd have a little bit of a worship time. And then mm -hmm. my daughter and son-in-law took that over. And so it's a little hard to fit in all the cooking and then run to their house. You know, if, when the kids grow up, it gets more complicated, yeah. but so they'll open their home and we'll play worship songs and people will share testimonies of things they're thankful for. And again, it's like a really weepy um, time, but it's, it's a little bit of a different, because it's, um, my son-in-law's mom is Laura and her husband are there and the other kids. So we get to be with them for some time in the morning. And, uh, so anyway, that's fun. So that's another that. thing that we've really loved. And sometimes he plays the guitar and then sometimes he'll just, you know, plug in his iPhone to a speaker and, yeah. So. I love sharing worship songs. Some, um, so my son's friend, she sends the best worship songs over because I don't look for songs on my own, but it's mm -hmm. good to get, it's good to get new songs Yes, <laughs> on yes, your playlist from people. And sing the old hymns, like they're Thanksgiving oh, yeah. hymns that we never get to sing. And I love them. Uh -huh. I uh -huh. love them so much. Um, you know, I want to just uh, back to pies for a minute. Um, Ooh, yeah. one of, one of my favorite memories is when we would go to my grandma Rommel's house, she, she cooking was her craft. Like she was known throughout her whole County as like a master, you know, creator with food and her food was just so good. She would make pies and at her house, we could have pie for breakfast. And it just felt, she always wow. had peach pie and apple pie and rhubarb pie and you know, and it was always amazing. And that was like a big treat. Like we could just wake up and eat a piece of pie for breakfast. And it was just okay. Um, so that was a really favorite memory. That sounds so goofy, but I just, 
to me, it was like the biggest treat ever, you know, that at grandma's house, you got to eat pie for breakfast. <laughs> See, that sounds wonderful. That was yeah. my grandmother too, but only hers was cookies. She also made pies, but yeah. she had tins and tins of cookies. Yeah. You know, something that my family is a real football family. We love football. And although we've kind of sworn off the NFL right now, but we still love college football, but yeah. um, my husband and I, um, so we got, we realized at a certain place, we have enough people, like we can play football. So a couple, sometimes on Thanksgiving after dinner, we'll go out and toss the football or oh, play football a little bit. Um, I grew up, my dad would always watch football if there was like the playoff games or that weekend. So that's kind of, if you're a football fan, that's kind of exciting. The football yeah. games. Um, but so games and sports just seem like they're, they have such a part of Thanksgiving and we love to play cornhole, which is really beanbag toss, but don't tell yeah. people. And then um, sometimes we've set up a volleyball net or, and that's such a nice thing to do after you eat because yeah. you do sometimes feel like you can never move again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or even just taking a walk around the block after yeah. Between dinner and dessert, there has to be some kind of purging, I guess. <laughs> right, right. Well, and if it's nice enough, um, our our weather's a little different than yours, but this we like to play croquet. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of a one yes, of those old tiny that. games, but it's so it's so pleasant and any age can play. And we we often take walks if it's nice out. And I don't know if people are still watching the Macy's Day Parade, but aren't there parades on TV? Yes, there are. And I almost always miss them. I grew up watching parades with my dad every um, Thanksgiving. And I always get up and I say, we're going to watch the parade. And then, but yes, parades are great. Yeah. Great way to watch, to celebrate Thanksgiving. Another thing about Thanksgiving that can be really special is to go out of your way to honor some of those relatives that you only see at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Some of the older ones, you know, before you know it, they're gone and you don't know their stories. And one of the things that can be really fun is to take some time to even set up a recorder or a video camera and you know, interview them, ask them questions, or if they're not up for that, at least to have questions that the children can ask the older people, like, what was it like when you were in high school? Mm. What was your favorite outfit? Like just questions that you don't even think about because that is such a way, I mean, I'm getting into homeschooling here, but it's such a way to teach kids about history because that is history. Like it's the history of your family. And then they, they start to have these funny stories. Like we always end up telling family stories when I was growing up and my grandfather, he, um, he moved to Venezuela when he in the fifties to work for Orinoco mining company. I was actually ended up being born down there, but he, um, when he came back to the U S and he was visiting his parents, they had come up with this new thing called whipped cream. And so my grandmother showed it to him. And when she opened the cap to show it to him, she squirted it all over him. <laughs> and so the next time he came home, they were there and she was telling the story of it. And she said, I just did this. And then it squirted all over him. So I never saw that happen. 
but it's so ingrained in my mind as a family story that it makes me laugh. Yeah. And I, I think there's so much about family stories and Thanksgiving is a perfect time mm-hmm. to share them. Yeah. You know, talk Absolutely. about little family stories. So, yeah, I love family history. When my grandma died, my uncle had lived with them until the eighties. And when we were sorting through, it was some of his stuff and my grandpa's stuff. And we actually found uh, a ration card from world war II. Wow. Um, in this, I mean, we found all sorts of memorabilia, but just hearing those stories would have been so fun to hear from them, you know, but yes. they kept that coupon card book all those years. Um, I don't know if it just that got is super cool. Yeah, it is super really. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So, um, wow, this is a great list of fun things to do on Thanksgiving and just to really come together as a family and be grateful together. We have so much to be thankful for. We live in such a world of abundance and especially during this holiday where it's really family oriented. Um, I love your idea of inviting people over who might not have a place because that can really change their, their day, but even their their year or their life, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think we underestimate how much loneliness is in the world because, you know, you and I talked on another show about how many uh, children have separated themselves from their parents. Mm -hmm. Um, Families are divided. And so there's so much loneliness. And I think holidays are really hard for people to deal with that. So Thanksgiving is the perfect time to say, Hey, come and join what we're doing and enjoy that. So, yeah, absolutely. Meredith, this is a great list of wonderful things, new traditions, or maybe just fluffing up old traditions you have as your family, but be intentional about creating good family memories for yourself, for your family. Um, and for other people, thanks for joining me on the show. I'll, I'll put, um, links where you can find Meredith's book and some of the hymns that she mentioned and other things in the show notes. So make sure that you check them out and thanks for joining us. Um, if you're interested in live online classes, Meredith is teaching this year and next year. So yes. go to the website, turnaroundfilmschoolacademy.com and check out yes, the classes. Super excited to have you on the team, Meredith. And always it's lovely to talk with you. Thank you so much, Lisa. God bless you. God bless you too. Thanks everybody. We'll catch you next week on Life Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age. We're so honored that you're listening and that you share this podcast, Life Skills 101 with your friends and family. Every time you share the show and post about it, it really makes our day. Make sure you subscribe and download this podcast so that you never miss an episode. You can subscribe so that you get alerted to each and every show. Leave a review for this podcast, Life Skills 101, Life Skills for Digital Age, We're so honored that you're listening. Until next time, this is Lisa Nearing from True North Homeschool Academy. We'll talk to you soon.